at a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everyone. I am your co-host, Sierra, and welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to all forms of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. Find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod and email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you would be interested in sharing your story. Okay, well, Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time to come on our podcast. Uh, would you mind giving the listeners a little bio on yourself, uh, your interests, what you do, your hopes and dreams? <laughs> oh, wow, that's, uh, that's a big expectation. Um, well, my name is Rachel, and I am the co-founder and CEO of Shadi Baron, and we are a body care brand. And I started this business with my mother, uh, who is a nurse and a midwife, um, and she has been for 35 years. And uh, the reason why we started this business was for various, um, uh, I guess, inspirations or passions. One was my mom was always uh, very much in helping people and trying to find an alternative, a natural way of helping someone, either their digestion or like they have eczema or they had a rash or whatnot. Uh, So she was always making something in um, in her kitchen or, you know, trying to research and learn something about bot- botanicals. Um, and I think the second portion was, um, I think it was to inspire my mom, um, cause she inspired me to be the person that I am today. She's a big, uh, contributing factor to that. Um, you know, when you know what your parents say, you could do anything you want to do. Uh, it's kind of like the same, um, sentiment that I kind of gave her when, I thought about the idea of starting a business with her. She's like, Oh, I think I'm too old. You know, my mom started, we started this business when she was 50 years old. Uh, and she, she, her notion was a idea that you couldn't as a, a woman in your late fifties, you couldn't really start a business. It was just seemed really impossible just because 30 years ago, you know, you had a man basically have to sign a line of credit or a loan for you to get something started. And I think number three was that we were really passionate about body care and we just like loved it so much. Um, and we felt like there wasn't a lot of what we wanted, um, at the pharmacy or at sort of, uh, a, a health food store. So we kind of wanted to create something that was premium, really high quality, very clean, uh, and not greenwashed. Um, that was really good for the body. And, um, and that was really our inspiration in starting um, this brand. And it's brought us closest together. I, I definitely don't see my mom just as my mom. She's like an individual human being. It's like, it's very hard to like see your parents outside of that scale sometimes or that lens. Um, but I've been able to see that, that she is really fun. And, um, and it's been a really great journey so far for us. Um, and my background is I come from a marketing and design background. I went to school for uh, design and I worked in marketing in the marketing space for a really long time. I worked for a lot of other big uh, skincare brands and uh, consumer product goods um, in and around um, 
Toronto and just also in the U.S. as well. And yeah, that's sort of my journey. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's so awesome. How do you think, I guess, maybe um, having like some background experience in the skincare industry has like helped further your brand or um, what you want to uh, present in like a skincare brand? Um, I think, yeah, it's definitely helped understand like the differences, the categories. Um, it also has provided some insight in like who to talk to, uh, what to look for, what are some of the pain points that I'm trying to like um, sort of, you know, provide or at least um, reduce. Um, I think having that experience has definitely saved me a lot of money. Um, because I think when you don't have the experience or you don't know your entire industry, it's really hard sometimes to get in because you just make a lot of mistakes that you just don't have an idea for. So definitely has helped a lot. Yeah, I can definitely say from personal experience, it's a lot easier when you have like, I guess, some background information, whether it be for like a course or even just like going about something like starting a business or even a podcast, for example. Yeah. It's definitely nice to have like some background information. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, it's definitely helped. Uh, but we still ended up making mistakes because I don't think uh, you can ever go in perfect. No, but yeah. definitely has, it has helped to, um, you know, not necessarily make that many mistakes that it could be detrimental to our, like our success. Um, but regardless we still kind of went in blind to be honest (laughs) um for anyone I guess maybe looking to like start in the skincare industry um what advice would you give them um I think one of the biggest one is get a mentor find someone in your space that you really admire send them a message on LinkedIn or even on Instagram they're they're all human beings okay I think a lot of people get very much like so um, excited and also intimidated the idea that these that these individuals may not reply and maybe they won't reply right away because they're very busy. But I think get a mentor, get some people that you think can, can help you and can give you um, some feedback that can, um, you know, tell you the truth in a way that it, it, it pro- provides insight to you. Um, and then do your research. I think research is really important to just understanding the space you're in what you, what categories you're trying to get into. Um, and the third would be um, sign up for publications. So Business of Fashion has a really big section about beauty. Vogue Business has one as well. Uh, the Beauty Independent is another um, um, kind of like newsletter slash website that provides a lot of insight and interviews with other beauty owners and skincare um, creators. So I think those are like sort of the three combinations I would think so. Uh, would really help uh, if you're looking to start a skincare line. What has been your favorite um, sort of experience that you have had during creating your company, experiencing the ups and the downs? I think my favorite part, uh, I think my favorite part is, um, you know, getting emails from customers and like, telling me that their skin is feeling so much better like that like every single time that happens it makes my heart skip like my day gets so much better even if I had like a really long or rough day um and had lots of challenges I think it it really like uh sets a precedent every single time when I get a lovely email from a customer and they're so excited to try my product or they're just like reordering and they're telling their friends or they're buying for stuff for their friends so it, it really makes me happy because that's the purpose of us creating of us making this. 
what do you pride yourself on the most with your company? Because your your packaging is B E A beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing, beautiful aesthetic. Yeah, it's very pleasing. clean looking. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I did all the work for it. I did all the branding and the packaging design for it. Um, I think I, I'm definitely very proud of that because people feel that way. Um, I think I'm really proud of the fact that I get to do it with my mom. Like as much as like, you know, you, you know, people who have moms and we all have moms, um, you know, sometimes it's hard working with them, but I think with my mom, it's like really a lot of fun. Although she kind of nags me sometimes. She's like, I'm your mom. I'm telling you, I'm like, actually I'm your boss. And <laughs> she's like, actually I'm your boss. Right. So it's kind of like really fun. Uh, we definitely uh, play around a lot. Uh, we tease each other a lot, but we are also really like just a really great relationship that I didn't think that I could I could have, you know. And 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 I, I'm married, and my my husband always says, you know, you're you're so attached to your mom by the hip, like you know, we're we're always like peas in a pod in a sense, and it's great. Definitely, that's like one of the most things I'm proud of about the business and starting it with someone that I you know I trust a hundred percent and I care for, and they care for me as much as I do. It's so great that you have your mom as somebody that you can share this experience with because not a lot of people um, can say that they can have an experience like that with their mom for a various amount of reasons. So it's nice to see that the qualities that you see in your mom, people can also search for in somebody else. And if those qualities aren't being met, then that's definitely not the person that they want to be working with. Um, granted those like experiences and feelings are very catered to your mom I think it's really important to note the good qualities to look for into a relationship yeah for sure I totally agree with you on that and and you know sometimes you find um, business partners in, in various places and I think that's what that's what's exciting about business is that sometimes the the people that you think are the least um, likely to have a relationship and work well are the ones that are very seemingly surprising so yeah you were very much right about that and you had said that um developing this skincare company has brought you like closer with your mom um how like how do you think that happened through this company um I think we I got to know her even I just got to see her decision making skills a little bit more versus from like a you know your parents tell you kind of what to do for a really long time and you kind of see that side of them because they're they're obviously trying to um, get you to be this he- decent human being by t- t- teaching you all these things. So right. I got to see her on a level where um, she's like making her own decisions. I think there was a lot of uh, things that I didn't realize about my mom, how she thinks, how she's, how, what her work ethic is like. Um, and I got to see that really up close. And I think that was really valuable to see. And I just, I, I'm just always amazed by her. I mean, my mom is in her mid fifties now and she's totally like, still like sometimes she can outperform me in many many ways and I'm like I'm okay I'm like I'm going to bed we've been in the studio for like 15 hours I'm gonna sleep my mom's like no working working you should do like 24 hours straight and it's like this is incredible and it's like she definitely can keep up with a lot of a lot of younger people for sure that's awesome though how it's like helped you on like a personal level in terms of like building a stronger relationship with your mom but also you found a reliable business partner as you said for sure yeah so we like to ask um, some questions, some staple questions when we have a guest on our podcast. Um, one of them being, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received or given someone? Oh, wow. That's incredible. Oh, wow. 
Oh, that's that's um okay. The best Yeah, you can ad- think about it. It's okay. <laughs> best advice. I think it was I don't know if it was an advice, but it was it was a quote that I remembered really um really, really well. And I think it kind of like resonates with me till this day. Um it's by Winston Churchill, never, you know, never, 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 never give up. Um and it's just like just, you know, get up, keep going. You know, even if you fail, just get up and keep going. Like you're not gonna always get it right. It's like, it's like baking a cake, right? You're gonna you're gonna bake it a couple well, yeah. times until it, it gets perfect. Like, I mean, I remember when I first made banana bread; it was terrible. I mean, now it's awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's how you see the business as well. And you just gotta keep changing. And you know, it's like recipes, right? You gotta keep changing and and being fluid and being open to making adjustments in your business and and. Um, I think that's one of the biggest advice I can give you. And I, I even as a person, I'm a very, um, I focus, I have a routine. I'm very routine oriented. I don't like deviating from changes. And even as myself as an individual, I had to start learning that within that, that phrase of never giving up, I have to be able to be willing to change so that I can actually get to the, to the goal or to the, to the journey that I want to get to. So that's my best advice I could possibly give. No, and I think you're so right. A lot of the time, like, we get frustrated with things or we don't like to try something new. But in reality, like, if you don't do that, right, you'll never, like, stumble upon something great. Absolutely. I think that's um, – I think I've learned from that many, many times where I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. My mom's like, just try it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> so when it comes to your skincare company, did you, like – I'm assuming, yeah, you probably had, like, a really big part to do with, like, developing your formulas or, like, you were – you and your mother were the ones that developed your formulas. Yeah, we developed everything, actually. Um, so we actually manufacture our products as well. So we don't actually hire a contract manufacturer. Oh, awesome. Everything is done in-house. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we did We did um, met, do all our formulations. And then we had a chemist. We hired a contract chemist just to take a look at it to ensure that it was, it's good and it's in good use and it wouldn't cause any issues for um, the skin in general. So, sorry, Sierra, go ahead. (laughs) I love that people are using chemists and not just, you know, winging it, hoping that one day it'll be fine. I think that's really good that you have a chemist. I know you know that it's good. So um, thank you for caring about other people's skin. I really Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. It's it's important, you know, like I mean, some some formulas are very simple and straightforward and they don't really require uh, um sometimes a, a you know a chemist right. to be on staff, but then there's a lot of other ones that I think are really worth um getting that depending on the category, you know, uh someone's business in. Like if you're doing a lot of face care, it's very different. I, I we're doing body care. Mm-hmm. So it's um we're in a very different category, but even then it's always better to be safe than sorry. And we just wanted to ensure that, you know, we're providing the best uh, formulations as we can in in all our products. Is there like a reason you chose to focus on body care rather than like, I guess, facial skincare? I think uh, one of it was that it was really competitive. Hmm. And at that time I was working as a brand manager for another skincare company. And I, I, I saw the challenges that we were uh, dealt with every, every single day, every single quarter. And, and also in general, I didn't, I really didn't find interest in, in face care and neither did my mom. And we were just really passionate about body care. We just didn't find half of the creams and the lotions and the place that we really wanted. Either they were too oily or too watery or not thick right. enough, or the products were just not really authentic. Or you could tell that they had like 
four or five different parabens in there and they were all just masked with a bunch of masking agents. So we really wanted to create something that people um, were kind of neglecting and they were really uh, focusing on, you know, neck up versus neck down. Right. Mm -hmm. No, I, sorry, (laughs) again, I always do your own personal favorite product that you've made. Um, I think my, my favorite product is probably the Vera body cream. Um, it's like, I use that all the time. I love it. It's like, I have dry skin just by like default. Uh, there's nothing I can do in this world that will change that. Um, I can, I, all I can do is try to maintain that and obviously drink more water, which is like a hassle in its own. But, um, (laughs) I think, uh, the cream is my favorite. Um, and just because I'm also handling a lot of paper, I'm almost on the computer, um, this has like been the most moisturizing and I've been, I was always this type of person where I like, I hated having creams that were like oily and I had to like wait oh. and do the happy dance for like 20 minutes yeah. until I can put my clothes on. Like, no, no more of that. <laughs> so I think that was like one of the inspirations why we created that cream because we really wanted to have people like skip that entire experience and just like put on their clothes and move on with their day. Absolutely. And yeah, like that, when you're talking about having to wait for 20 minutes to put on your clothing, yeah, no, I can relate to that. And if you're late, that's not, (laughs) yeah, it's not sustainable. (laughs) Is there, are there like any challenges maybe you experienced like um, while creating your own formulas? Oh, definitely. I mean, we made iterations and iterations where sometimes it was too liquidy or too oily or the oil was sitting on top we would open Mm. containers and like oh my gosh or our products were going bad because they were so natural and we didn't find the right um preservatives um and sometimes the preservatives that we would find were too harsh and um yeah just like really like we made a lot of like even in our our biography on our website we 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 tell people like we've made iterations of iterations it's very very important to us that we keep trying to um keep updating our formulas um in in the best way we can but yeah we've 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 tried and failed and tried again and tried again until we got it right right and then I would love to get your opinion on parabens yeah because I feel like there's so like there's such a variety on like opinions in regards to parabens and like this like in the um like all over the skincare industry really um but yeah I think with parabens, um, I think they're, they can be ca- cancer causing from what I understand and, and have a lot of chemicals in the synthetics. Um, and applying that on your skin isn't really good. I think there's uh, lots of studies that prove that. And I think in general, why would you want to put something like that on your skin? Right. I think re-educating people. There's a lot of like these really beautiful experiences and applications uh, that people try and they think that's natural and it's not. It's it's very um, laboratory. It's very synthetic. It's It's not real. So I think that's very important to also bring to people's attention for sure. No, I totally agree. And yeah, I've I've heard that for like a really long time now with parabens, but then I started like some people were okay with them and that kind of like confused me. I've just been like kind of avoiding them ever since <laughs> just out of um, being cautious. But yeah, are there any like staple, I guess, ingredients that you make sure are included within your products that you really like? Um, I think uh, jojoba oil is really great. Um, it's uh, quick absorbing or it's medium absorbing. Uh, it has a really nice viscosity. It's um, depending on the type of jojoba you use. We use a, this really interesting golden one. It's very beautiful. Um, 
it has this really nice yellow golden hue um it's almost like liquid gold um, oh nice that's so beautiful yeah, yeah it has this nu- really light nutty smell to it too um uh i think i think that's one of my favorites um evening primrose is another um item camellia oil is another and um there's so many i think yeah I mean, shea, shea butter is another one i mean you can never go wrong with shea butter um aloe vera is definitely another um, ingredient that we really enjoy using in some of our products. Um, so, you know, my mom, it's so funny. I tell people like, if you ever, you know, come visit to my, my mom's place, she has like plants all over the house. It's like a greenhouse. Um, she nurtures everything. So like that is probably one of my favorite plants, or I guess it would be considered a cactus. Um, but it's a, it's a really popular, um, staple that we really love using whenever we can. I know that, that some people do have allergies, so we have to like warn people, hey, if of you course. have aloe vera allergy, then, you know, this is not the product for you. But there's a lot of other products that don't in our in our line. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely a, those are four that I just mentioned are probably my favorite. And in terms of essential oil, like lemongrass is hands down, like my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love eating it and I love smelling it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. I know. <laughs> So good. That's it's so great, good though, that you develop like a variety of products though for people with different types of skin so that like yeah. they aren't exposed to anything that might cause like irritation or yeah, an allergic yeah. reaction. Yeah, for sure. I think that's like one of the things that we wanted to ensure. Um, we also have like fragrance free in almost every of our categories because we know that. So we are fragrance free and then there's also unscented and unscented actually basically means in the standard like in the cosmetic industry means that there is a masking agent involved um so a masking agent basically removes or neutralizes all the smells of the actual ingredients oh I didn't know that wow yeah yeah so sometimes you'll usually find the masking agent at the end of the ingredient list at the back um sometimes there are cancer causing those masking agents because they tend to be sort of a synthetic or a chemical as well um, that's so, scary mm-hmm, it is um that's why sometimes you 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 know you get products that smell relatively really lovely for some odd reason because they're masking agents if you were to actually smell like the stuff that you get in a drugstore you'd be like oh gosh this mm. smells terrible um <laughs> yeah it's it's very interesting like I even learned that because when we were actually like um labeling our products and we said unscented I had to research you, you know while we were obviously always changing and, and growing the brand um that that was actually the case although we didn't have a masking agent it's just making sure that you have the clarifications that unscented versus fragrance free mm-hmm. um so yeah that was like a very interesting experience for sure um and yeah we're so we're fragrance free so like when you actually smell the products like I had one lady she's like this smells similar to like oil I was like yeah because they're all natural oils like that's oil that you would use in your kitchen if you were that's what it's supposed to smell like (laughs) yeah exactly it's supposed to smell like and I think that's that's again like the re-education of people understanding that uh, products really smell very differently um, than what people think no and I appreciate you like bringing all that up because like for someone like myself and Sierra who maybe like aren't exposed to this information like right up front um it's really important knowledge yeah is there a specific group of people you'd like to target or a specific area that you really want your product to be in more accessible to um I think um 
our customers are kind of like, I would say they're tribes. They're not really like a specific group of people. Like I have customers that are like 55 years old, 60 years old. I have customers that are 25 year old, 30 year olds. So I think it's more of a tribe, a collective of people that are looking to just feel good about themselves and ensuring um, that they're in good health, right? Sometimes those people are, I, I have a lot of like customers that were like in their 60s, but they've been going vegan and clean and natural for a really long time. And it, and and for them, it's very interesting to see how popular it is now mm-hmm. that the green, clean beauty movement is like very mainstream, but 20, 30 years ago, it wasn't. And I remember one of my customers saying that to me. And then um, sometimes my customers are like 30, 35, sometimes they're 25. <laughs> so it's like really interesting. Uh, we get early adopters, innovators, people that are just like clean, uh, want clean beauty, and they just want to add that into their regime so I feel like like we also have men shopping with us you know buying things so we're 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 genderless we're unisex um and we 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 hope that everybody in the family can participate in using this product um and we focus on you know everybody I mean I I don't want to say like general masses but I think the consensus is that um someone who's looking for clean quality products I think is the, the the main criteria that I think um, shapes that. Yeah, and I think you're doing a great job of it just with the packaging and everything. It's very clean looking, simple, but effective in that way at like mm-hmm. uh, producing your message. Yeah, it's um it's been definitely a big journey of uh, transitioning that. Actually, when we started, we had like um, outline flowers and um, mm-hmm. some of the ingredients drawn out and they were very colorful. And that was really our test run, but... I'm kind of happy that my mom and I, or Sade, um, we kind of said like, you know, really our, our preference is like keeping it really simple, keeping it very clean, keeping it very streamlined. And that process took time, but it was definitely worth doing it. For sure. And I think uh, maybe we can move on to like this second question, which is like what our podcast really revolves around is what does success mean to you? Oh my gosh. Uh, I think success, <laughs> success is changes I think it changes um Definitely. all the time it, it, you know I think what a year ago or two I think even four years ago I felt like success was very much like getting into stores and now success for me looks like um you know being able to stay in touch with my customers and in that perspective and building my brand and um being able to build this independent life where I can you know work from anywhere in the world or at least have the 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 ability to just move more freely than I did um, years before. Um, but I think success for me, I think generally, personally, I think it's like being around family and being able to see them all like do well and be happy. And I can see them often as much as I want to. And um, I think, I don't know, I, I think money is a part too, but it's, it's, it's very much not driven by that it's important obviously because you know you gotta pay your bills and and uh do all the things that you have to do but I think success is also like just being with the people you love and that success um in a way for for me and my mom and I think for our brand it's it's looking like being able to hire more employees uh, specifically women um working with uh not-for-profit organizations to somehow empower women um, that can work with us um, to to build that brand. That's really really important to us. That 
um, you know, we're hundred percent women owned and a lot of my contractors that I work with are all women too. And it's by design because we want to ensure that we can empower ourselves in many ways and empower each other. Women supporting women. That's yeah, that's really important. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that, um, it's, it's been something that needs to be done more and it needs to be the new normal everywhere around the world where, you know, you see a woman struggling or she needs help. What can you do within your network to assist their journey in reaching success? Exactly. And I, yeah, and I really applaud you for yeah including that because that's super important, I think, in like our society today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So as we wrap up our podcast, we like to ask kind of two questions. One's a little bit bigger, so like we can give you time to think about it for definitely. So we can start with that one. Um, That one being, um, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? You can start a business at any age at uh, um, throughout any circumstances, if you have money or not. Uh, or you lack the skills or not, you can start the business. Um, prepare yourself to have a wild roller coasting journey, and that um, you can define your own success in your company uh, or your creation, what you want to do. I think that's very important to know that. And even though sometimes it's very intimidating to start a business or have an idea. Um, don't be discouraged. And sometimes uh, your family and your friends are not necessarily going to be the most supportive. Um, but you'll be surprised there are strangers out there that will buy from you and give you feedback and um, watch you grow and applaud you and be, be there alongside of you. So don't give up and try it. Definitely. Yeah, needed a good piece of advice that I'm sure it, like people need to hear. 100%. I think... Being able to remember that somebody does care and people will care. doesn't matter who you are or what kind of business you'll always be speaking to. A group of people that you can benefit, even if it's not the type of person or group that you thought could benefit from something that you do. Absolutely. I think that's really important to, to um, emphasize that, like you said. It's just trying and, and you know, you'd be surprised who you're your audience is you just have to give that a try like, I didn't even know like all the pictures you see on our Instagram page for example they're all models um they're all our customers that we asked to model for us that's so wow. awesome yeah I we just emailed them and some of them I knew a uh, person from markets that have done and I said hey hey I'm doing a shoot hey you want to model um wow like, really I'm like yeah um, so yeah, they're all our customers, uh, or friends that we know that have tried our product and, uh, yeah, we just wanted to keep it as real as possible because I think people, I don't, are not everybody six, six, one or, uh, a size it's, two. It's, just, it's just not, it's just not real, you know, and, and, and that's not to take away from that person that is six, one and a size two, no, but it yeah. is to, it is to really, uh, elaborate on the idea that, you know, we are all human beings and we all see each other in very different lights. And we all find, I think I can see a beautiful in every single human being. If you had to ask me, what do you find beautiful about them? Um, I think there, there's that possibility to find that. Um, and I think it's important to ensure that we start seeing ourselves in ads and we're seeing ourselves in real life um, in ads and in, in, in content that we're creating. And I think I wanted to create something that was just 
more authentic than having like really beautiful, gorgeous people that are, um, you know, uh, outliers versus like the rest of the population. And I think it was important for me to also ensure that we had our customers tell us how, <laughs> how much they love our products. That is so unique and so amazing that you do that. It's, I'm mind blown that like you do that and take the time to make people literally feel so welcome to your brand whether or not they buy something from you or they're just found how beautiful and aesthetically pleasing that your Instagram is. It's like that sense of inclusivity barely gets touched by other people. And now they people have found you and they're able to really connect with something that they feel so strongly about. Yeah, it's a really great experience. Um, just like you mentioned, it, um, Sarah, it's like um, just incredible to be able to share that passion and you know include everybody because we that's just what our mission was is to ensure that everybody gets access to that kind of care that they are looking for exactly I love that as we start to you know wrap up um another question that we like to ask is um now is like the best time to really talk about small businesses and like creating a safe place safer place to shout out your friends whom also have small businesses that you love to shop from just so they can get a little bit of business you know um help them out just a tad bit um so what kind of local small business doesn't have to be local does have to be small anything you want, but what are you loving these days? Uh, Sarah Penrose is one, um, and it started by um, a really awesome girl that I, I met at a show in New York, um, and she makes uh, crafted fine goods and indigenous textiles, um, and she actually employs a lot of people from Liberia, and that's her home country. Um, and then I have another person, Lisa, from Sajane. She makes Afro, Afroveda or Afrovedic-inspired skincare so for the face um and then I have a really good friend I love her and I wish that she like I could take her with me wherever I go her name is Shada and um her brand is called Studio Foray and she does you know when you go to restaurants and you see all these beautiful plants in restaurants she does all the greenery for that oh wow she's like a plant design events maintenance it's like really beautiful um and I think that she's been really inspiring she's actually helped me a couple times do pop-ups and then I have this one amazing friend. She has the coolest name I've ever seen. Her name is Mergini. And she has a brand called, um, let me let me say it right before I, I, I shoot myself. Uh, <laughs> Mary Petty Official. And she makes this beautiful jewelry. Uh, she's a jewelry designer, but she's also a really good creative. And I, I really enjoy um, seeing her work all the time. And I have a friend, two friends, actually, they're sisters. Uh, They create this brand called Artist Stile, and they make um, surgical quality, like metal. I guess it's like surgical um, um, stainless steel uh, tweezers. Oh, okay. And they're amazing, like incredible. Actually, their mom started the business, and I got to meet her mom for the first time last year. And her mom has like so much energy, just like mine. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like probably <laughs> like genetics. I don't know what it is. Uh, but they also have the, their business, and they've been really like amazing, a big support uh, in my business, and have done a lot of things for me. Um, but yeah, those are some of the businesses that I love and support and have been shopping from them. Thank you so much for sharing those. They seem very unique. 
to the best power. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, again, all women owned, um, really want to support that a lot in any way I can. And I think I stopped making a conscious effort. It's like, now it's almost like natural for me to like, when someone asks me, Hey, do you know a business? I definitely think right away, all oh, these are all the women that I know. How can I help? Right. Totally. 100%. We completely agree with that. Did you want to shout out maybe your socials so people can find you and your company? Yeah, absolutely. So you can always take a look at my website, which is shadebaron.com. So it's spelled S-A-D-E-B-A-R-O-N.com. And it's the same name for my Instagram and Facebook, Baron. And you can follow our journey on our Insta stories and um, posts as well. You can also sign up on our newsletter. We usually share a few little antidotes sometimes about our, our journey in the studio and our mishaps. We do have a lot of them happen sometimes. Sometimes oil leaks or something else spills or something breaks. So, yeah, feel free to um, join, join, join us um, through there. And uh, yes, I hope you, I hope we get to meet some of my new, new customers and future potential customers as well. 